Hi guys, welcome back to Melon Girl Problem Podcast Season 4, Episode 15. And today we're going to be talking about the Marvel Timeline Slash Fade. So if you haven't seen the Marvel series, please click out until you watched it. If you have watched the entire Marvel um, Cinematic Universe, then you can stay on. But if you have not, please exit because I do not want to spoil anything for you. So I repeat, if you have if you have not, and I mean you haven't seen the entire Marvel Universe and, and also haven't watched the series as well, please don't listen in to this podcast. Please click out and then when you have watched it, click back in so you can enjoy what I'm about to talk about, the different phases of the MCU universe. So I think it's more than like 10 years ago, the Marvel Cinematic Universe um, launched and created this whole type of epic Marvel universe with these phases and these epic heroes and these teamwork. But I think also Marvel phases are a way of grouping several films of the MCU together and they accomplished like how it truly began and like what is their important phase to take from each of the, the Marvel movies and how it created this timeline. So right now the MCU movies kind of follow the phase one, phase two, phase three, and phase four. So phase one kind of induces us to each of the Avengers. Uh, phase two handles the fallout from the Avengers. Phase three kind of features the unease among the superhero after Avengers Age of Ultron and introduces more heroes. Then leads to the show-stopping uh, Avengers Infinity Wars and Avengers Endgame. And then phase four will introduce a new wave of heroes exploring a post-Endgame world where half of the universe reappears five years after the famous blimp or snap, as we call it. I think during phase four is launched after spider-man far from home following like the end game and then black widow was the first film in the new marvel phase which was postponed to july 9th 2001 due to the COVID pandemic it impacts a lot of the after releases of the non the lawsuits behind disney and them you know i think also was it really a massive risk absolutely there was always a possibility that the mcu would fail even as marvel's early films ranked in at the box office but it didn't really complete click until the release of the avengers which tied every single mcu movie releasing it together for an epic showdown in new york against loki and an alien army now i will say um you know i think beginning phase one of mcu you had iron man that came in 2008 you know iron man had a very tall order to fill not only was it the really the starting catalyst but it did have its function as an entertainment movie on its own, but it also had to be something bigger, you know, but not too big because Iron Man didn't work. Luckily for us, and, you know, it introduced us to, to Tony Stark and how he got his arc reactor placed in his chest in the birth of his Iron, first Iron Man suit and the discrepancy from someone he trusted. Not only did Iron Man throw a concept of a secret identity out the door with Tony telling the entire world that he was Iron Man, and it gave us our first like Marvel post-credit scene, which we soon became MCU staple. It was less than a minute long, and it contained a line from Nick Fury that opened a wealthy of possibility. I'm here to talk to you about the Avengers Initiative, you know. And then you had the Incredible Hulk that came out in 2008 as well. In Bruce Banner's orange story, how he turned to the Hulk after a failed experiment attempt to restart the program that Captain, that created Captain America. It revealed along the way that with the Hulk early years as he attempted to find a way to cure himself, none of which obviously were very successful. Although part of the MCU, you know, um, replaced the first actor who placed uh, Hulk 
Edward Norman with Mark Ruffalo, who plays supporting role in seven Marvel movies since, and the Avengers three continue with Tony Stark passing along words of making a team. Then we have Iron Man 2 that came out in 2010, and I think Iron Man 2 is more of a revenge story. The son of a disgraced physic who once worked with Howard Stark, his father, tried to ruin Tony Stark's life. But in the grand scheme of the MCU film, it was marked by the introduction of two new characters, a new James Rowe, now played by Don and the first appearance of Black Widow. It also led straight into Thor as S.H.I.E.L.D. agent Philip Coulson goes to New Mexico to investigate Thor's handle via Manolin. Uh, then you have Thor who came out in 2011. Now Thor was the ultimate fish out of water story on the cosmos because after being deemed unworthy of taking up the throne of Asgard, Thor is banished to Earth without his powers which are contained within uh, his his hammer and naturally you know ensues a Thor encounter a group of scientists, Hawkeye, along with S.H.I.E.L.D. on the way, but also kickstart off the Thor and Loki Shakespearean drama, which usually ends up being much more fascinating than whatever force came their way. First, for the first time, Thor being the tease beyond the next film, as the post credit scene begins to lead into the Avengers, and then you have Captain America, the first Avenger that came out in 2011, and then Captain America's orange story takes up the world back to World War II as Steve Rogers transforms into a strong fighter with the Super Soldier Serum and takes on Red Skull and Hydra's forces, featuring one of the best, I think, Marvel romances uh, that people had first seen. And I think as the ground, as a kid, that could be the cartoonist completely was a heartbreaking ending. Of course, we know Captain America eventually get out of that ice. He's plucked out of present day, which he quickly figures out by putting him in the right spot to be the essential part of the Avengers. And then you have the Avengers that came out in 2012. And tell, I tell you, when that movie first came out, I was like, it was really cool to have a full lineup of superhero teams that was just a couple of six movies so far, and that was four years in the making. You had the Avengers making the makes the impossible work. It takes the movie from Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, the Hulk, Black Widow, Hawkeye to work together as an upfront unit, particularly as Loki armed with the Tesseract and the Mind Stone, successfully pinning them against one another. But when it happens, you know that the moment it's earned. Thanos, on the other hand, is just a mysterious creature on a throne far off in space, only hints of the massive chaos he will eventually bring into the universe. And then we dolly into Marvel Phase 2, which I love because it gets better because all the characters are starting to get more development, growth, and character development, and you start to see more and more characters. Now, when Iron Man 3 came out in 2013, Tony started to face off another villain who is set out to destroy him yet again as he tends to grapple with the events of the Avengers as well as the pen attacks he has now had as a result of them after the, um, what is it? The Marauder is revealed to be a sham. Tony and Rhodey, with help from Pepper Potts, who's been infected with experimental treatment called uh, the Extremist, takes down the tree mastermind. Tony eventually has surgery to remove the sharpener from his heart, but at least one post-Avenger relationship has ended off as the movie is bookend by Tony's relying the film to Bruce Banner, who ends up nodding off. But I think in Thor of the Dark World 2013, when it came out, the lowly locked away on Asgard from the for part of the movie anyway, Thor has the biggest um, threat on his hand with the dark elf Malkith, if I'm pronouncing that right, made much more pressing after Thor's girlfriend Jane Foxer accidentally gets hold of the ether, aka the reality stone, and Malkith is stopped, but not before Thor is believed that Loki died in the effort. Meanwhile, Loki is impersonating Odin and taking control of Asgard, now removed from Jane, the reality stone is handed over to the Collector for safekeeping.
And then you have Captain America, the Winter Soldier, that came out in 2014. Now, Captain America, the Winter Soldier, is a political thriller that puts Steve Rogers on the run, not for the last time, as he discovered that the threat of Hydra he's fought for decades earlier is still thriving right under everyone's nose. And and, and with a mind control Bucky Barnes, Steve, alongside Black Widow and Bucket, have the biggest fight yet. But Hydra and Bucky's experiment experimentation only stretch like scratches the surface. He's far from the only human to be experimented on, as we get a briefly introduction to the Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver. Then you have Garden of the Galaxy that came out in 2014. Thor and the Infinity Stones came in the limelight for the first time after Peter Quill, aka Starler, not only gets his hand on the Power Stone. This ensues a chase attempted to sell the stone to the highest bidder, and battling once the Rowan gets his hand on it, it transforms the five strangers, Starler, Gamora, Drax, Destroyer, Rocket, the Raccoon, and Group, into a dysfunctional family. It also opens up the MCU up even further as it showcases the infinite possibilities by featuring a set of films entirely in space. And then you have the Avengers Age of Ultron. That came out in 2015. After teaming up for another mission, Tony Stark attempts to build an AI called Ultron to operate as the peacekeeper for Earth. Naturally, everything goes awry as Ultron determines the best way to do that is to wipe out all humanity. And the Avengers are forced to take up Ultron and his army out to help them Scarlet Witch, Quicksilver, and Vision, a synthetic body with Jarvis' AI and the Mind Stone. Thanos, however, is impatient with his efforts to obtain the Avengers and vows to get them get them himself and that's where the famous like meme comes on tiktok it's like fine i'll do it myself basically that's where that line came from but it came from the renders movie before it became on tiktok and then you have iron man not iron man ant-man that came out in 2015 um ex-con scott lang was recruited by physical hank pierm to wear his old ant-man suit and steal his company's own technology after hank's protege attempts to make a suit based on his old tech Although Hank's daughter, Holt Van Dien, is more capable and practical than everybody, Scott manages to stop the yellow jacket and discover the quantum well for herself. While Holt does eventually get her own suit, Ant-Man's world is about to get even bigger. And then we dive into MCU Phase 3. Um, that was Captain America Civil War, where you kind of, this kind of looked a little bit, not only a dramatic force in the MCU timeline, but it made fans pick sides because that's where you kind of had got a lot into it, where you kind of dove into Iron Man's side of the story of the Civil War and Steve Rogers' side of the of Civil War. And I think sometimes people refer it as this Avengers 2.5 because most of the Marvel superheroes had to choose a side after superheroes are required to register as superior under the Sokovia Court, which introduced Black Panther, Tom Holland, Spider-Man for the first time, while flying between Iron Man and Captain America with Bucky Barnes right in the middle. And quickly getting personal for both of them, many of the heroes end up going to hiding while Bucky's put under, while Wakanda's best um, scientists and figures had to figure out how to remove his uh, brainwashing because, you know, from Hyra's um, experimentation on him for so long. And then you have Doctor Strange in 2016. After his hands are damaged in a car accident and medicine therapy fail him, Doctor Strange discovers er, karma karmatage and starts to learn sorcery under the trailer of the Ancient One. With the use of the Time Stone, Doctor Strange is able to stop the efforts of the Kusila and the Dormina in the Dark Dimension while breaking the law of time and space in his efforts. And then you have Guardian of the Galaxy 2 that came out in 2017. Peter 
Quill um, came face to face with Ego, the living planet, and began to bond with the father he never knew. While the family dynamic of Garden of the Galaxy was complicated by Gamora and Nebula's extreme relationship, and Peter's guardian, uh, Yondu, began to fracture. But just as the Guardians became aware of Ego's true attention with Peter, they saved each other and the galaxy once again from total annihilation. And then you have Sp- Spider-Man Homecoming 2017. After the exhilaration of fight along the Avengers and Civil War, Peter Parker finds it hard to go back in the swing of things as he struggles to juggle school, keeping his secret identity under wraps by being mentored by Iron Man and looming threat from the Vulture. Then you have uh, Thor Ragnarok that came in 2017. Thor's sister, Helena, who was in prison for millennia, escapes after Odin's death to claim the throne of of Asgard, destroys Thor's hammer, sends Thor across the galaxy where he's captured, and forced to work and fight along the Hulk gladiator. Um, only be teaming up with Hulk, Valkyrie, and Loki um, can Thor, who's still learning just what he can do, and to take his sister down. And then we have the phenomenal Black Panther, May Cabot Bowman, rest in peace, came out in 2018. After the death of his father's death in Civil War, Jala became king of Wakanda and gets ready to rule the country, but his cousin, who existence was hidden for years emerged to take his claim, setting the royal family into hiding while Killmonger plans of action as Wakanda's king threatens to tear Wakanda apart. And then we have 29 the 19th film in the Avenger timeline is the Infinity War. Um that came out in 2018. Thanos' plan to attain the Infinity Stones while about half of the universe goes into overdrive as he travels from planet to planet and overwhelms the Avengers and the Guardian of the Galaxy. A final standoff in Wakanda ends in disaster after Thor's new axe injures Thanos but doesn't kill him, allowing the Mad Titan to set his plan to action, turning many of the Marvel's heroes into dust with his final act becoming succumbing to his fate. Nick Fury sends out a distress call to Captain Marvel. And then you have Ant-Man and the Wasp that came out in 2018 as well. Hank and, and Hope interact with their plan to rescue Janet Van Dyne from the Quantum Realm after Scott Lane discovered a connection to her during the final days of Scott's house, house arrest. But there was a plan to face from a threat from Ghost who wanted to use the quantum energy Janet will possess to help stabilize her own body. And then you have Captain Marvel that came out in 2019 as well. Um, Article taking place in 1995, Captain Marvel is the origin story for Air Force pilot Carol Danvers, who is caught in the middle of a war between the Kree and the Swirls. When she crash lands on Earth, she meets Shield agent Nick Fury, discovers the life she once had on Earth, how she came into her powers, and learns that there's much more than the war than meets the eye. Then you had Avengers Endgame that came in 2019 as well. While half the universe and Marvel heroes were obliterated by Thanos's snap the remaining avengers teamed up for one final attempt to reverse what thanos did by traveling back in time to attain the previous version of the infinity stones while they succeeded it came from immense consequences black widow gave up her life on battle to attain the soul storm iron man snap wiped out thanos for good but the efforts killed him and captain america stayed in the past and grew old before he gave the shield to a new hero then you have Spider-Man Far From Home that came out in 2019. After the events of Endgame, I still grieving Peter Parker just wanted to go to on his European summer vacation with his classmates. But thanks to Nick Fury's intervention um, and appearance of Mysterio and the elements, is anything but. But along the way, Peter MJ romance grew with Larry eventually figure out Peter's secret. The movie built up to Peter defeating Mysterio in London, but the disgruntled ex-Stark industry employee turned villain gets the final act after his death. Mysterio Crew has released a doctorate video 
insinuating that Spider-Man killed Mysterio along with revealing his secret identity to the world. And then you have phase four of the Marvel Universe, where we are kind of right now, which we started with WandaVision on Disney Plus on 2021. WandaVision is just set weeks after Endgame, which uses the the role of, of a family sitcom as a mean for Wanda to deal with the true themes of grief and loss after Wanda Maximoff creates her own bubble inside of New Jersey, a town where she and Vision get the life they always envision. It doubled as an orange story for Monica Rambeau, who first appeared the young girl in Captain Marvel, has now gone by the names Captain Marvel, Phantom, and Spectrum in the comics. And then you have Falcon the Winter Soldier that came out also in 2021 on Disney+. Plus. The absence of Steve Rogers, Falcon the Winter Soldier, examined the legacy of Captain America and who asked who is worthy to carry the shield. Set months after Endgame, Sam Wilson and Bucky Barnes team up to face a number of adversaries, including John Walker, the newest Captain America, uh, Cruel Mahunga, the leader of a group known as the Flag Smasher, and the reemergence of the Captain America Civil War villain, Ron Zemo. And then you have the lovely Loki series on... Uh, Disney Plus as well, Loki, who escaped his own timeline. And the timeline he escapes from is the 2012 version timeline, which was first started the Avenger with the help from the Tesseract and Endgame, is captured and brought before the Time Bears Authority, or TVA, where he's given the choice to either aid the organization with capture bigger forces or face deletion. Um, with Michael Warren serving as the head writer and Kit Heron's director, the limited series would was debuted on Disney Plus on June 12th, and they dropped them every Wednesday. And it's also rumored to be a second season for Loki, but we still don't have really have a release date for that quite yet. And then we have Black Widow. Black Widow's orange story is finally coming to light, but Scaldra has reprising her role for the last time as, as Black Widow, along with Florence Pugh, who will play Yelena Olive with the, the Taskmaster, will be the film's primary villain. Um, the film was originally supposed to come out in May 2020, but then got pushed back because of the pandemic. And then Black Widow will premiere in theater and Disney Plus on July 9th, but that also caused the whole lawsuit where Disney kind of didn't give Scott her share, as they originally agreed on, so that caused a lot of friction, you know. But eventually the court case did settle, so she did get what she deserved, like, and what justice that all her cohorts thought she should deserve when Disney should have gave her money in the first place, but they didn't. And then we have the What If series that came out in 2021 where we watched um, The Watcher in this anime series that will explore alternate timelines of the MCU events and feature a wide selection of MCU alumni reprising their role. So that came out as well. And then we had Shang-Chi, um, or Shang-Chi is the proper pronunciation of it that came out in 2021. You had Sim Lu, Aquafina, and Tony Late will star in Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings, which was written by David Palmer and directed by Destiny Danielle Crew. Um, he will portray Shang-Chi, while Ling will portray the Mandarin, which previously was used in Iron Man 3 by a fraudulent character. And that will explore like Shang-Chi's origin in the MCU. And then we had the Eternals. Um, the Eternals kind of showed up as these otherworldly beings that you would understand where were they in this whole grand scheme of things of you know endgame and if anyone and why didn't they step in and then you'll have spider no home that cut out soon in like six days on december 17th and then we also have the hawkeye series that's also out right now we're gonna have a miss marvel series that's gonna be on disney plus soon that would uh Either it's going to be pushed back or should be late 2021, but not 2022. And then we have Doctor Strange and the Multitude of Madness because that March 25th, 2022. Then we have Thor, Love and Thunder, 
2022 we have black panther wakanda forever uh i'm gonna cry when that comes out in july 8 2022 but i think all these dates have been pushed back because of the pandemic but we still see we have the marvels it's gonna it was gonna be originally the title for that for the captain marvel 2 but they changed it and then we're gonna have ant-man in the wa- in the wasp quantum talking about the quantum realm then we have Garner 3 of the Galaxy, the last Garner of the Galaxy movie. And then we're going to have a, like a more going into the Phase 4 of the Marvel scene. But we also have like Phase 5 as well. And, you know, and we don't know how long the Phase 4 will be. We just know that we're just getting all these new characters. And it's just going to be really interesting to see how, how all like the movies play out. Because I feel like, you know, with the internal movie like especially like where their like true purpose is i feel like um the eternals are a race of, like of immortal beings being with superhero powers who secretly them are for a thousand years and then reunite to battle the evil deviates but i feel like why weren't they mentioned so early on and now well, i'm glad they're introduced now because we got to realize they were there all on but i feel like you have to really truly watch the trails to understand what their whole plot was i'm not gonna go too more into it i'm just gonna give like a small synopsis of them um you know it also follows the events of, of the avengers endgame and then ends with the tragedy forces them out of the shadows to run out against mankind's most ancient enemy which is the deviants i think um i won't go too much into them because it does tie in to the avengers like endgame timeline but if you have seen the movie then you know but you haven't go watch it and i think you know it is important to see and ask that question if these eternals super have beings who have lived for thousands of years why didn't they intervene and i think also when you watch the eternals it'll kind of explain like why truly did they not intervene in the first place and it will kind of explain that because there are a lot more characters who will be introduced after the eternals and you know we're just going to get a lot more characters and 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 there's still a lot more characters in the mc timeline who we're still not introduced to just quite yet so it just it would be really quite interesting to see how you know they are portrayed in these movies and how many more superheroes are we just barely getting to cover when we are just barely covering the the surface of the whole entire mcu timeline when we still got phase four and phase five to go but thank you for tuning into this podcast episode hope you enjoy it and comment down below either on my instagram snapchat or facebook where i post the podcast episodes what topics you want to talk about next or any of your favorite marvel uh, phases or characters i would love to hear your thoughts and your opinions but i hope to see y'all real soon but until then have a nice day and bye.